everybody, and welcome to Have a Nice Life, episode 40, the big 4-0, we're officially over the hill. For some reason, I make... always thought over the hill was 50. I think you're right, it is, actually, I feel... but I think no, 40 but, like, is actually not... the beginning of like middle age. No, I got into an argument with an ex about this, because he used the term over the hill, and I was like, no, that's 50. And we like got into a fight about it. Not like a fight, but we came to fisticuffs. Um. <laughs> so like a real fight. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, not, not like a verbal fight. More like just like a physical fight. I just you know? killed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, so we, it was like one of our only arguments. Uh and I was just like, you know what? He has more wisdom than me. He's probably right. But also, 40 is just an arbitrary hill. Yeah, but like it, it, it's a hill to die upon. What is it, fast, halfway to 80? It's Well, it's like considered like official middle age, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I forget when we, da- we bought my dad the novelty candles for his birthday cake to say that he was over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen people that have like they they have like a like a bunch of cows outside and they're like holy cow Janet's 40 or like they have a bunch of shits and it's like holy shit Janet's 40 No I It's like the most know. aggressively suburbs thing that you can do is just get a bunch of like wooden cows just have this monstrous menagerie of just tacky like just <laughs> pun you know uh, you love puns I, so but i hate these you probably beeped your horn <laughs> <laughs> in solidarity <laughs> oh, oh my God. boy this is gonna be a weird podcast right off the bat yeah uh, tell us where you are i'm i'm, I'm currently in uh Ghislaine maxwell's million dollar cottage in uh, in New England, it does look quite cottage core. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I'm, I'm podcasting on what could only be considered third world internet speeds at the moment. Video chatting you. It's a very risky maneuver. I mean, it's and also I'm, t- I'm taking time out of my vacation to do this. I came home from watching a beautiful sunset and then immediately closed all the windows and turned off the air conditioning and turned on my laptop. <laughs> It's so bleak. <laughs> but oh, the content never stops. It never stops. Don't say stops. we never did nothing for yeah. you. We uh, <laughs> we out here. Well, I, we actually, we just got like a very, very uh, nice message from a listener. We did. Uh, and now I feel like I'm obligated to do a good job. Like it, it was like confirmation <laughs> that people actually listen and people actually care. <laughs> like, oh no. Now I have to do, do it well. No. <laughs> yeah 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 but uh she said that she's uh she's ready to sign up for the cult and she's just awaiting further instructions so i fucking love it i'm so excited we, we got people waiting in the wings it's because life is the... so lame right now it's like what are you, you yeah. gonna like watch a bunch of liberals like fight over the cheeto on twitter i feel like or people like... are just missing like they're lacking routine yeah and like what's more routine than like <laughs> Being in a cult, you know, <laughs> like just having strict guidelines and oh my god, I was actually like adult chores to do. I was actually thinking today because I woke up at the ass crack of dawn. Um, what if in our cult they could have like different sects where it's like okay, in this one, 
You're always stressed. <laughs> you wake up at like 5.30 every morning. Uh, you're constantly cold. Um, but you have like a, a lot of money and good health care. Or... So are you already like splitting our cult down the middle? Like you're either a, an Erica or a Dan? Yeah, and I feel like it would ha- it would say a lot about the dynamic, and I feel like it would keep everyone in order. I don't know. Yeah, the other group we just, we wake up at eleven and, and just. Well, yeah, and it would be it would be like the illusion because they really think it's like this unspoken. Dan versus Erica's side, but really it's us against them. Uh, yeah. So once there's some meddling of uh, a possible mutiny, we'll come and double hard. Oh yeah. Double fast and come down on their heads. Yeah. Show them what's boss. Who's whom's boss? <laughs> oh my god! Do you think? Yeah, just like physically coming on them. <laughs> <laughs> It is a cult. We make the rules. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it could just be punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Or reward. Who knows? A little <laughs> That's bit of not both. for us to decide. A little bit called me. Yeah. Because it just uh, depends <laughs> on if you're on the Erica side or the Dan side. <laughs> oh, boy. What a, what a... It's like we're five minutes into this episode. <laughs> I had an edible like exactly 35 minutes ago. Oh, so yeah, you're about to just get steamrolled. Whether or not you like it, this is what peak performance looks like, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm 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 high off that sunset I saw. Just <laughs> it was very nice. I shot like an entire roll of film out there. Amazing. I forget what it was. Some lighthouse in uh, on on the, the coast of Falmouth, Massachusetts. The what? On um, um, Falmouth. <laughs> you know, I'm just you know I'm having a quick vacay on the Cape. Okay, I got my white Oxford shirt and my my penny loafers. Sticking my toes in the sand. You, but, yeah, uh, I mean you know how to vacation can, a lot better than I do. See, that's the thing. I don't. I almost never. This is like out of character for me. To like just do something, <laughs> well, because it's so easy. I mean, but it's like, so easy to just not do something. You win on default because, like, for the last three and a half years, all of my vacation time and money has been spent on visiting a person who I just would fight with. <laughs> yeah, I do love the idea of taking like a six-hour plane ride to like objectively have a bad time. To, like, get yelled at and have to pay for everything. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a spite vacation. See, like, Dan is laughing so hard because, <laughs> like, it sounds really simple, but, like, that's what it was. Yeah, no, you literally voluntarily <laughs> hopped on a plane just to just to fight in person instead of over the phone. You know what, Dan? Maybe that's my kink. Do you think that maybe you're being a little problematic in kink shaming me? Uh, you know I'll kink shame all day. That is your kink. <laughs> my kink is to kink shame other people. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, I feel a hit coming on, but I don't want to jinx us. So uh, I guess I should formally ask you about your week. Okay. Like, how did you end up here? 
Oh, well, it all started back in 1987 <laughs> in Trenton, New Jersey. See what a mommy Bassini loves a daddy Bassini. That's uh, just a twinkle in my father's eye. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, I, I oh don't no, know why, but my my like my brain immediately went to your parents at a bowling alley, and that's where <laughs> that's where like you were conceived, not like. Not like physically conceived because they went home to do it, but like the idea so of you was the idea of having a child at a bowling alley. I'll I'll have to to follow up on. That. <laughs> I do know my parents met at the Rathskeller bar in at the time it was Trenton State New Jer- uh, Trenton State College, mm-hmm. now the College of New Jersey. Um, but what's funny is the bar that my parents met, you know, some thirty years later or so, maybe not twenty eight years later. I like witnessed suburban scum play a show there <laughs> where someone got like hit in the head with a chair and like like bled out in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm like, my parents met here. Oh my god. <laughs> what if you unknowingly met your future partner there that night? Oh god, that'd be so depressing. <laughs> I was there with a girl, but she's now married and has a kid, so mm, well it was a good night for her. <laughs> Dan, the child is yours. It's not, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, fortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a uh, oh, Cinco de Mayo because we got paella before we went and saw suburban scum. <laughs> <laughs> paella is Spanish. Is yeah, paella is a Spanish dish. Okay. Cinco de Mayo is Mexico. Okay. It was a Hispanic restaurant. <laughs> we went somewhere that had margaritas. I don't know what to tell you. If paella is on the menu, I'm getting it, baby. <laughs> Authentic experience be damned. Oh, my goodness. There's so many shenanigans. <laughs> Ten minutes in. I don't know why. I'm like, I feel like I'm like contact high through the screen. <laughs> You're so fucking giggly. And I've had like four sips of beer and I feel like I'm on my ass right now. So it's not just... I don't know. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood. You're I in feel vacation fucking good. mood. You look like you're I'm, wearing I'm... transitions glasses. I'm not. It's just I'm in the... I have a, I have a can light, like recessed oh. lighting directly up of my head. But I don't know if you noticed, I unbuttoned an extra button on my shirt. So I truly am vacation mode right now. <laughs> no, the, like, uh, like you have that like... That like oxy... Oxycontin like look in your eye. <laughs> you can't see my eyes because of the light. Because of the transition lenses. Yes, I'm wearing transition lenses. No, so that's funny you say that like you don't like because I am not one to be at some sort of vacation uh, like a vacation monger role model okay. ro- role model of sorts. I don't know because I, I notoriously like never get to take a vacation. Yeah, you know, um, and I mean, maybe I, check your privilege because so far you've had more vacations than me this year. When was the other time I went on vacation? I haven't gone on vacation at all. Neither have I. Where have I been? You're on vacation right now. Okay. All right. So technically, <laughs> as of right now, yes, I, I've 
surpass you in vacation time. Because my time in Canada um, doesn't count. That was a <laughs> that was a manic a manic weekend a manic twenty four hours. Um, but yeah, it's notoriously yeah notoriously never get like last year i was supposed to go down the shore for like two weeks i had two different houses open to me to go down the shore and then i just like took four jobs that popped up and i just didn't go on vacation Mm -hmm. uh and then before that year i went to miami but then had just like a terrible time so it doesn't count (laughs) so it, it it was like more stressful to be on vacation than it was like when i was home and uh yeah, and then before that, like, the the only time I could think of that was, like, I mean, I've had some, like, fun weekends and stuff here and there, but, um, yeah, the only thing I could think of is, like, the road trip I took five years ago, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, so this is just, like, I, I, I think I already explained it, but, yeah, I had, like, two weeks set aside where I thought I was going to have to move. Yeah. Uh, so I just had, like, now it's, it's technically, like, almost three weeks of open time. And, you know, like I said, new car, $950 in travel bonuses, uh, like travel reward points. Uh, I have a $500 artist grant. Like, I, I booked eight nights of hotels. And I've I, and all my other expenses, like the gigantic <laughs> seafood dinner I just had tonight. Amazing. Uh, where I went in and ordered, like, a, a huge lobster roll and all kinds of shit. Just put it all on the gift card. And uh, I've paid zero out of pocket so far, and it fucking rules. Nice. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 you know I'm going from here. I'm here for two days, then going to Boston for two days. Where is here? Where's here? Falmouth, Massachusetts. I thought you were making that Cape. up. No, Falmouth. There's like yeah, I mean there's this is hardly the the funniest town on Cape Cod. There, there's a town called Sandwich. <laughs> I really wanted to stay there. <laughs> I think it's where the Kennedy Museum is, actually. <laughs> why is that the one that got you? <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. I'm back. You got to put the Zen face on. Oh man, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, no. I've never been. I, I apparently the only I was in Cape Cod when I was two years old, and apparently I was a little tyrant at the time because my parents had to take us out to eat, and I just like ran around the restaurant like an asshole. <laughs> so that's uh, what you did last time first... we went out to eat too. Well, that's true. Yeah, you just gotta you to get it work up the appetite. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I the last time I was in Maine. Uh, I was like 12 or 13, I think, and I was just mad about it being cold in June or July, and now that's the that's dream. the dream. Exactly. And yeah, so I'm excited. And also, like, I wasn't a photographer when I was there last time, you know, yeah. so now I just want to, like, go to Arcadia National Park, um, seeing some friends, uh, hopefully. And then, like, the, the end of my trip is kind of open-ended. Like, after Maine, I might go... You know, maybe to Vermont for a night. Who Ooh, knows? That'd be nice. I might. Yeah, it's something. Everyone, if anyone has any travel suggestions for the New England area, uh, let me know because I will probably at least book one more hotel at the end of the trip to like cap it off. Stop or I might go down to Maryland. By beautiful, scenic Albany, New York. I might. 
<laughs> Maybe I will. To see the sights, go to bombers. The seedy butthole of the United States of America. Yeah, the capital region, if you will. I, actually, Beacon, New York might be a good call, actually. Oh, I love Beacon. So, I've never been. So, I think that might... Uh, oh, my, my Apple Watch is reminding me to breathe. Very helpful. Is it also, like, <laughs> right like, above your tattoo that says breathe? My tattoos don't say breathe. You're thinking of uh, Lindsay Lohan's tattoos. <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> she has just breathe on her wrist. Don't you? No, I've just lived. Oh, that's right. It's it's <laughs> breathing is just a small portion of living. Okay, it's I'm true. I'm going for the br- I'm baiting with a broad She's brush. Going for the specificity. <laughs> Would it? I know, like for most people, it'd be like an anti-anxiety thing, but I feel like hers was like just a reminder. <laughs> I'm so coked out. I need to remember to to <laughs> respirate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean the trip up here wasn't too bad. It was like five plus hours, but like I like driving. I haven't like crushed some serious miles in a while, you know. Yeah, and just like burned through like four podcasts, and uh, I, I went back and listened to our very first episode. Oh my god, the world which, was so different. Uh, the world was so. We were complaining about so many different things. I was. I was at the time. I was being a boyfriend girl. <laughs> you were. You were alluding to it. You weren't full. You weren't full on yet, uh, but I, I downloaded the first like eight episodes of our podcast, so maybe I'll burn through them and just revisit Amazing. different times, pre-COVID times. Oh my God. Yeah, I think um, eight was like the one right before it turned into COVID. I think so. Oh my God. It was so early on in our podcast days. Yeah, fuck. And look at us now. We're globetrotting. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we've left our homes. But yeah, it's a, uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to uh, just like soon to wrap this up i'm gonna sit out on my balcony in my rocking chair mm. and maybe uh pretend to read a book in case anyone's watching oh first thing i did when i got here like best you know hotel experience you just take a shit with the oh. door open you know what i'm talking about no even when i'm alone i close the door <laughs> just so god doesn't see you just in case like <laughs> someone comes in and tries to rob my house I feel like that'd be a good deterrent. I don't know. What if it's their kink? <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. It's uh, it's like a big hotel room. It's pretty bananas how big it is. This room was like ninety eight dollars for the. You night. have a kitchenette, which is nice. I have a kitchenette. I have like a like whatever size is between like a dorm fridge and a regular size fridge. Which is funny because I have... A my New have... York apartment size fridge. Yeah, actually, it is about it is about that size. I would say it's European. Sure. I just love that I have this big fridge and I have four beers and like two seltzers in it. That's so it. basically my 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 fridge in Brooklyn. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, I think that does it for me. I got some other stuff to say, but uh, we can get into it later. Uh, about other things I did previous to, to leaving for my trip. But uh, what have you been up to this week? Ooh, spending lots of money. Um, <laughs> on the house or just otherwise? On the house, yeah, and like everything associated with the cost of the house. Um, but I am closing in one week and two days. One week and a day and a half. Damn. Yeah. That's why I love that Like our next three podcasts are just going to be like manic 
setting up a computer wherever there's a flat surface. Oh, 100%. Style. Yeah, because recording. Because yeah. <laughs> probably next week, I'll most likely also still be in a hotel this time in Maine. It'll be my last podcast as, uh, well, no, that's not true because I'm going to be a Pennsylvania resident for a while, but it'll probably be my last podcast from Pennsylvania for Damn. a while. Yeah. And then the first one from your new place is going to be equally milestone. I think that maybe, uh, maybe not by episode 45, but maybe episode 50, it should be a uh, live from the compound. Yeah. Name redacted. <laughs> I mean, we've mentioned the name. We on have, the but accidentally yeah, and otherwise. Yeah. Um, but. People aren't going to go through all that audio to find it. And if they're just joining us. People today, aren't going to actually listen. People to aren't going to listen to the podcast. Um, <laughs> people, people tune in to hear how my week was and they tune right back out. But um, if we're going to talk about like the, the how I was feeling of this week, you always ask how my week is, but you never ask, you know, what is the color of my <laughs> there's, week? There's no turnaround. Do you remember the conversation? What is the color oh, of your heart? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I ate it so much. Um yeah. But uh so what are your goals? What are your goals? <laughs> Did you take a shit this morning? Tell, tell me about your dreams. You look lighter. Um <laughs> your aura. <laughs> um yeah, okay. So if we're going to be honest, I feel like this is going to be no surprise to you or to any of the people listening, but in the previous few weeks, I was kind of on my way to, like, a dark depression. However, in the last week... I pulled you out of it. No. Oh, shit. The jolt from the collective RBG cringe and the secondhand embarrassment <laughs> from that was enough oh, no. to pull me out of a depressive nosedive. Like... <laughs> It didn't it didn't cure me of my depression, but it was like, oh my god, having any kind of emotion is corny as hell and I don't want any part of it and it it made me better. <laughs> you know what I got to say about that? Ruth Conda forever. <laughs> I was sending you some like <laughs> next level shit. I actually had to tell you to stop. And then you kept sending them, and I had to be like, no, I was, like, actually serious. <laughs> like, I'm not just like, LOL, LOL, stop, stop. It was like, no, please. Like, I, I'm on my last leg. Like, what energizes you depletes from me. <laughs> I do want to go through some of my favorites. Like, of course, everyone was talking about the woman that said Ruth Conda forever. Um, yeah. And the guy that was like RBG when she gets to heaven to Chadwick Boseman, oh King God. Chadwick Boseman, when he sees Ruth Bader Ginsburg coming to heaven, Queen. I just want like Chadwick Boseman to just be like, yo, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Well, number one, okay, right off the bat, I don't understand any comparisons of Black Panther and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> like they, those, that's a Venn diagram that doesn't intersect. I know so um, little about pop culture that I was like, 
I earnestly thought that she made a cameo or something just because everyone was making that comparison. Well, that's like one of the last things she did before she died was like vote to run a pipeline through like native land. Yeah. And as a uh, soon to be uh, Appalachian myself, I'm going to give her a good old hearty fuck you for that. Yeah. Like and and the other one was like Ruth Bader Ginsburg in heaven. Yo, Kobe, pass me the ball. <laughs> it's like this is a fucking eighty-seven-year-old oh frail woman. It's so funny because she's like in front of the Bible and every. I don't actually. I don't remember how the Bible describes it, but I feel like everyone's like, "Ooh, heaven's pearly gates," and these are just like <laughs> brass CGI renderings from like roller coaster tycoon. <laughs> And they like put her and she's waving. I just pictured like Kobe hitting her with a bounce pass and it just like caving in her chest. I have, (laughs) but I have a favorite RBG moment from that night and it's not one of those. Um, I, I'm going to preface this by saying these people could be famous and I just would never know. Uh, don't know a lot about pop culture, but I don't think they are because they don't have blue checks. They're just randos. Um, Gigi Levin, Levin G, maybe, um, says, wow, people are flipping out, especially those I know from dinner parties. Awfully violent rev- rhetoric from folks who drive Teslas. Hashtag calm down. <laughs> and Jocelyn Corbett, 13, Response, no disrespect intended, but I'm legitimately mourning and also a little flipping out. If you don't get it, that's I'm on a you. a little flipping out. Please don't mock my grief over our nation's loss of a true legal and legal hero and bad ass. I am still hooked on the idea of a little flipping out. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm a... Uh... I'm losing my mind just a skosh. <laughs> I mean, it's like the liberals sense of like, like one night they were like, we're going to burn it down. And then the next night, our fave Charlotte Clymer was like, there's there's dozens of us gathered outside of Mitch McConnell's house. And then it was like 15 minutes later. He doesn't appear to be home. So we're leaving. Excuse me. I'm having <laughs> an panic. <laughs> they're like, uh, they're like, Revolution will be when we have a pleasant discussion with the establishment. <laughs> Someone was like, Mitch McConnell literally did the thing you do on Halloween where you turn off your porch light and you pretend you're not home and they like fell for it. <laughs> Can I just please say liberals do more? I leave, And I mean more of this corny shit because I can't take it. It's so good. If you hate white supremacists, vote. <laughs> they'll just leave if our forests are burning at an unprecedented rate and the temperature everywhere is rising i would simply vote (laughs) simply vote the fire out of office (laughs) oh my god people are just so but they're right because people pretend all these problems don't exist when their guy is in office I mean, it is hilarious that uh, 
four years ago when uh, Merrick Garland was up for the uh, the, <laughs> the fucking uh, Supreme Court when Obama was in office in his like last year <clears throat> in February, Mitch McConnell was like, "You can hold this, hold my words, you know, against me in the future." This is, you know, the way it should be is a president shouldn't be able to choose a, a, such a high, you know, uh, high being in the Supreme Court during their last term. You know, mark my words, blah, blah, blah. And now, like, there's like 48, 46 days until the actual election. And they're like, we need to get someone in here now. Um. <laughs> and like every Republican in 2016 was just like... This is just the way it's got to be. We just we just can't let a president in their final term do this. It's just unconstitutional. Yeah. And now they're like, fucking hurry up. Unconstitutional. <laughs> yeah, I um, I got in like a little kerfuffle. I don't think that's the right word. I you you had you, you were flipping out a little. Oh, we were a little yeah we were flipping out. out a little. Um, and she was like, oh well. RBG wanted to keep holding on because uh, Obama wanted to put a Republican in the White House or in the Supreme Court. Um, And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't give two shits because, you know, it's going to be better than like whatever shit we get stuck with. Uh, Yeah, it's it's so dumb. Well, that's the thing that I hate. They're going to be like, we dug up George H.W. He's going to be our new justice. (laughs) Well, what I hate about fucking, uh, like, oh, God, I was going to say the one thing I hate about the Democratic Party, the one of, like, thousands of things I hate about the Democratic Party, because they're just so incompetent, it's embarrassing. Uh, Like, the Republicans all kind of, they're terrible, but they have, like, a united front. You know, they all want different things. Certain ones are focused on, you know, overturning Roe v. Wade, or some of them are, you know, religious uh, nuts, and some are, you know, they want to go back to Jim Crow. <laughs> but when something vaguely Republican comes up, they just form a united front and they push stuff through. Mm-hmm. And they're also like not afraid of taking the low road of being like big pieces of shit. I think just seeing it as and the- Democrats and Republicans is the problem. But that's what I'm saying is, you know, Republicans and Democrats, you know, there's many different smaller uh, belief systems or, you know, uh, genres of, of Democrats that or Republicans that fall under the bigger umbrella of the two parties. What I'm saying is the Republicans will put the petty shit aside and like push as one. And the Democrats are too busy, like canceling each other <laughs> to like form any kind of unity. And. Uh, what's really annoying is like the whole idea of the Democrats always trying to push for like the high road on everything that just ends up getting them fucking steamrolled by everybody. And it's so annoying because the, like all the Republicans are like, you know, I know we said this four years ago when this similar thing happened, but you know, this is different this time around. It's a different world. It's four years later. It's like, Oh no, it's just cause like your guy is going to put someone you want in the Supreme court for a, fucking lifetime term yep, and that's what politics is oh yeah and like i said i'm just tired of fucking democrats taking the high road like we need some below the belt shots here i'm just tired of all of and it and i my favorite thing is seeing uh like 
Pelosi being like, if only there was something that could be done. (laughs) They're like, you know, like the, the governor of California was like, you know, these, uh, these, these wildfires are terrible. My, uh, you know, my, my, my blessings and, and all of my thoughts and prayers are (laughs) with these brave firefighters. It's like, fucking do something. You, you, you have the power to do, to make a change, to do something. You have the power to, you know, uh, pass bills and, and propose things that push us in the right direction. And instead they're just like, our hearts are with these people. <laughs> you know, Before I luck. get into like a real problematic territory here, I'm going to pivot okay. slightly and uh, mention that I found my new favorite politician this week. <laughs> oh, After talking okay. about how bad it is when people stand politicians, he yeah. is. Uh, I don't know how it works, but he's the president pro temper, I guess. Where like okay. if if Trump dies and Pence dies and Pelosi dies, this guy is like fourth. We could only hope. Yeah, he's like fourth in line to get the throne. Um, okay. Uh, he is a, an eighty-seven-year-old Republican senator from Iowa. He is strangely obsessed with Dairy Queen. It's been said that this man rigs up three lawnmowers in a row with each other to, quote, cut his grass faster. And he is also a prolific tweeter. I would say even more so from the president. Oh, boy. He, uh, okay. So I discovered him because he tweeted something about finding a dead bird in his yard. And he said... If you lost your pet pigeon, also you and your are spelled like text and pigeon is spelled like the language thing. Uh, (laughs) It's dead in my front yard. My Iowa farm just discovered here spelled H-E-R-E are identifiers. Right leg blue 2020 AU2020 dash C dash 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 left leg green band no printed info sorry for bad news <laughs> you know at least he's a politician uh you know working on the micro level i literally you know? lost my shit when i saw that a man of the people <laughs> i was like i don't care like what his voting record is i hope he stays in office forever nothing but respect for back- my president I want to go back real quick to the cringe RBG memes. When I just put that can up to your mouth and I thought you were like spitting some like chewing tobacco into it. I'm just getting ready for life on the farm. (laughs) Oh boy. But um, it brought up some, uh, some cringe that just stirs deep inside of me. But the idea of, uh, that weird, like, deviant art style of adding tattoos <laughs> to historical figures. <laughs> because you sent me a picture. Who the fuck was it? Was, it was Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Albert Einstein, and who was the third person in that that you sent me? I don't know, but I was just thinking about oh how, like, God. it's extra funny because they were both Jewish, and I, like... If you're like super Jewish, you can't have tattoos. You can't be buried in a yeah. You can't like alter your body. 
hilarious. But no, it's it's like the same shit that you see like on the seaside boardwalk at like the t-shirt shops of you know like everyone's seen the, the like the picture of Marilyn Monroe in like a basketball jersey with like <laughs> tattoos on her face. And but yeah, this was a picture. There was a third. It was a triptych. Uh, but it was, there was uh, three photos, uh, and it was like Ruth Bader Ginsburg with like a spider web tattoo on her chest. I'm trying to pull it up and, right like, now. Her her like defiance collar was like tattooed around her neck, and and then yeah, Albert Einstein had like E equals M C squared <laughs> tattooed on his chest. Oh my god! And then I went to the woman's page who did it, and oh my god, all of the. She must delete the negative comments because all the comments were just like, oh, my God, this is so badass. <laughs> this is so bad as dash dash dash. They uh, they had. Yeah. Someone was like, oh, love the Albert Einstein one. You should tattoo science stuff on him. And she <laughs> like comment. She was like, look closer, winky face. <laughs> looking for it because i can't find it oh there it is oh, god, it's a f- oh abraham lincoln oh my god <laughs> like what do what does Just abraham lincoln ruth bader ginsburg and albert einstein have to t- <laughs> they were all nazis also it kind of does look like there's like a swastika on einstein oh my god it kind of he's got some some glyphs that we need to look into <laughs> some some quote unquote sacred geometry. Yeah, some uh, some Viking runes, oh, perhaps. They even gave RVG like saggy cleavage. <laughs> I mean, she's an eighty-seven-year-old <laughs> woman. Give her okay? cleavage at all? It's probably it's like crazy disrespectful too. I feel like to be like here's this dead justice's titties, her tatted up titters. Uh, <laughs> under her like stretched earlobes. Oh my god! <laughs> Give her a West Philly Bader Ginsburg. I want to commission a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg with a lip plate and like a <laughs> like a coil like a coiled neck <laughs> and like a bone through her nose. Oh god! I wasn't gonna go that far, Erica. Jesus! Oh my god! <laughs> I love that. The lip plate and like the neck coil thing weren't too much, but the bone in the nose for some reason. <laughs> the bone through the nose is that's a, that's a harmful stereotype. That's uh, you're depicting native people as savages, and it's not appropriate, Erica. And I I'm gonna be expecting a full um, retraction and uh, apology. Or you're gonna an open an open letter perhaps it's like that episode of nathan for you where he tries to like blackmail people into like losing weight and stuff and they have to like send the picture to their boss and it's like if you don't meet your goal weight we're gonna send this embarrassing picture to your boss and they're like flipping him off and yeah what's so funny is that's the exact tactics that uh nexium cult did they had you had the, they had to collect collateral which was like audio recordings of you saying that your husband was like a uh, like our abusive piece of shit and like you hated your children Wait, so two things um first of all nexium like the 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 like a uh, esophageal ulcer medicine yes okay um and then also i actually forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> i've been watching the vow so mm. taking notes oh, okay 
<laughs> but yeah, they would uh, they would ask for uh, collateral, which were like naked photos that they'd release if you like went against them and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. It's kind of a sketchy way of getting what you want. Yeah, I think there's more per- persuasive ways to do oh, it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But um, <laughs> it's fucking uh, yeah. So here's the deal, Erica. You're gonna make a public apology. You're going to do it via taking out ad space in the New York Times. And I feel like people are going to read it and be like, what the fuck is this podcast? And then they're going to have to listen. Oh, I remember what you were saying or what I was going to say. Because you were like, oh, yeah, it's just uh, that's what cults do. And I was like, just in my head. um, And I know you had to be thinking it, too. Like, that's actually just what Twitter does. True. <laughs> they dig up your past and use it against you. Not even. They like take something you said. They take it out of context and they just like immediately send it to your employer. It's yeah. true. <laughs> but yeah, why why the fuck do we need to add traditional tattoos to uh, historical figures? I saw a picture of uh, Homer Simpson with like his bald head had like a spider web tattoo on it, like he was in prison. And That's my go. type. This is fucking sick. <laughs> Yeah, I don't... You've never dated anyone with a head tattoo, right? Not that you know of. Mm. What if I had a head tattoo? That'd be fucking cool. I thought about it. But, like, my hair is actually, like, thinning in a way that, like, it would become visible way sooner oh, yeah. than I would want it to. Yeah. I, um... <laughs> uh, yeah. So, here's something you'll enjoy. I, uh... I, yesterday, actually, I was in a gun store Tell me my more. uh my friend my friend <laughs> my friend was picking up a gun that he purchased um for what i can only imagine was the oncoming uh civil war <laughs> but uh no he was picking up a gun and holy shit like i heard about there being lines and stuff to pick up ammo and things there wasn't any line for ammo but the line to pick up a gun not to purchase a gun, mm-hmm. not to browse, just to pick up a previous order took 90 minutes. Yep. And uh, that's why I'm uh, stocking up. <laughs> I've No, I've seriously, like, I've, I've already bought one more, but I decided, like, all of my money that I was spending on my apartment in New York, I'm instead going to put that towards guns. It's going to be my... It's a lot. Yeah. $2,000 a month. That's like one gun. Maybe, what? maybe what two. What kind of guns are you buying? Nice ones. <laughs> That's a lot of money. I mean, you're not going to... You're not going to... Uh, you're not going to quell the police state with a... Uh, like a twenty two rifle. A, with a Kimber. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what was really funny, so we went to, so then I went back to my buddy's house and he like opened up his like gun safe to like put his new purchase in there and we just kind of like went through his gun and I, I legitimately haven't like held a gun in probably over a decade. You didn't hold mine at my house. (laughs) So here's the funny thing. (laughs) You handed me your gun at your house while it was loaded and I didn't want to touch it. Well, it's always loaded. What's the point in having it if it's not loaded and chambered <laughs> with no safety? Yeah. Uh, I did, the way you handed it to me was so nonchalant. It was like you wanted me to just add a second set of prints on there just in case. 
<laughs> it never hurts to have two sets of prints. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, my hand, my friend handed me his guns, uh, <laughs> unloaded and unmagazined. Pussy. Uh, <laughs> and it was in a safe and not a sock drawer. So. <laughs> in my defense, I didn't have a safe in New York. <laughs> I love the fact that at one point it wasn't even in your sock drawer. It was in your like kitchen silverware <laughs> drawer. <laughs> Well, I figured if someone was going to break in, that's where they'd break in because that window didn't have bars on it. <laughs> so they could get to it sooner. I mean. Oh, boy. No. But yeah. Uh, but no. Why yeah, would so they know it. that I have it in there? Would it be you? It could be. You just come to steal the oh, gun boy. and that's it. <laughs> Not even say hi. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put That's some. I would have put some spaghetti on for you. <laughs> hey, are you hungry? Come on, let me feed you. Would you eat? Uh, <laughs> manja, manja. Oh no, it's uh, uh, jeet yet. Jeet, yeah. Uh, but no, so it was, it was funny as I haven't held a gun in like ten years, and it almost was like that scene where like you know, there's like some action movie where like, a ringer like acts like he's never like some kind of weird dork and then he like touches a gun and just immediately like, field strips it in his hand <laughs> you know? it was kind of like that like he my friend like handed me his like handgun that's and immediately my type. just like <laughs> the unassuming like ex-operative <laughs> <laughs> fuck yes that's what does so it Pete for Buttigieg. me so if any of you Pete are Buttigieg. Listen, fuck yeah he's in that age range too he's got that he's, uh, he can, he, he's far less attractive he can, he, than he, he, me he, Fix all your, <laughs> fix all your bread prices and yeah, that's the thing. He, uh, he has a job, so no. No, it's true. <laughs> well, he he would move back in with his parents soon yeah, enough. Don't worry. <laughs> the Erica curse, but uh, it's like it's like the Kavorka. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just it was just really funny because my friend handed me like the gun and I was just like immediately just like pulled it back. You know, release the slide. I love that you just did you know, the jack Deactivated the motion. trigger. Like you tried just, to make it you know, look like the, the gun, but you're just... <laughs> Well, you don't see the bottom of my hand <laughs> putting the magazine into the gun. You're slapping your balls but it was into just, your hand. You know, he handed me a, like a pump action shotgun and you're just like, you know, clearing the breach. Just... <laughs> so I'm putting the magazine in and then I'm clearing the breach. <laughs> And then I just want to see what it tastes like, so I. <laughs> Very visual things happening right now. Things that people would pay a lot of money to see you do. It's true, but um, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, now is kind of the easiest time to like register for a gun, since it's all online at the moment. I mean, you still um, got to go like... through like the background checks and all that shit. Yeah, but that's fine. I just feel I mean, like they're gonna they're gonna find this podcast and be like, hmm, I don't know. They they definitely have a <laughs> file a on me. Things. They definitely have a file on me, uh, and I'm not even like saying well, that, that jokingly. Means... Like I was on a list somewhere in Canada and had trouble flying. So like oh now by association, they definitely have you on some sort of list. Yeah, well that's that's also the thing is uh, my uh, cousin got a job in a in a very high government office uh where pete Buttigieg may or may not have also been employed at one time allegedly uh 
So they definitely, they definitely have, they definitely did some research on me at some point yeah. <laughs> because they, they leave no stern on, uh, no stern on turn. No, no sterno uh, unlit. <laughs> no stone unturned for sure. But, um, yeah, so gun store was a pretty wild place. Uh, there was a lot of uh, empty spots because people were just making a run on the gun store. Yep. yep. Yeah. But I feel like if I buy a gun, it has to be like stupid. Like a like, like a Desert funny. Eagle. They're just so ridiculous. <laughs> but it has to be a gold one, <laughs> like a gold plated one. Like a Middle Eastern dictator. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe a gold AK forty seven or something. Yeah. With like pearl grips diamonds to match I your tattoo i definitely want i definitely want like a nickel like a nickel plated gun with like pearl grips i think that'd be pretty nice <laughs> perfect for like the assassination of AI. yeah i just want something that's super inconvenient that like if my hands are like nervous or sweaty at any moment like the first shot will just knock it straight out of my grip <laughs> and like onto the floor and it's like the shot that fires from the floor is the one that like kills the intruder yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, so that that's that's what I got going right <laughs> right now. It's very uh it's very on brand for my new favorite thing, which I'm too I'm so sad it was like only a one sixty minute episode kind of thing, which is uh bin Laden's hard drive. <laughs> Wait, you gotta tell me what kind of gun you bought. Oh, it's a high point uh ten millimeter carbine. Okay. Yeah. Eh, I bad. just figured it was 10 good. It's for... kind of a weird round the buy though. It's not as popular, so it's easier to find, and it is, yeah. Is it cheap? I mean, it's ammo, so it's always it's like it's always going to be the same. It's not like it's not that expensive. I don't yeah. know. Ammo's expensive as fuck right now. Yeah, I mean, the ammo is something I buy sometimes, but mostly I just go to the bank of dad for. There's actually a uh, a. We went to a place in right near Big Marty's, actually, <laughs> in Pendel, uh, called uh, what the fuck's it called? Classic Pistol. No, it's something munitions. Mm. Um, but they like make and load their own rounds. Oh yeah, I know where I'm moving. I'm definitely going to be able to find someone who like reloads at home. Like yeah, yeah. but uh, might even learn how like to do it myself. <laughs> you with fucking bullet press yeah. on your like kitchen like your dining room table on my uh <laughs> my kitchen island i got all excited from yeah. this kitchen island and that's why you got the yeah you got a pier like a pier one kitchen island and got my 3d my that. 3d printer got my reloading machine i'm good to go oh my god yeah i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna if there's not a file on us there is one now gonna, oh, jesus christ i'm gonna make illegal guns for uh resistance twitter <laughs> but like they'll just end up killing each other <laughs> oh my god oh boy uh can i talk about Oba osama's Ooh. Yeah, of course you can uh, <laughs> <laughs> freudian slip yeah. <laughs> oh. um which brings me to one of my favorite right-wing conspiracy theories which was the obama muslim ring did you ever hear about that one maybe but fill me in he was wearing this ring this one time uh, and 
someone did the like enhance thing on it except it was like a tiny picture so there was no way that they were able to make out any sort of engraving but they like came up with this thing that looked vaguely like this thing that is like the insignia of the muslim brotherhood so for like six (laughs) weeks one summer every person who listens to rush limbaugh which is a lot by the way uh for a whole week was like the obama muslim ring oh my god it was basically what like trump like people who like talk about the cheeto in the white house is like but just republicans (laughs) um anyway Uh. so if you like my dark sick twisted mind (laughs) then this is the kind of content for you um it's basically just like this show about everything they found on Osama bin Laden's hard drive. Wait, this is a show? Yeah, it's like a one episode documentary. Because I'm assuming they're not really allowed to talk about most of the stuff that they found. They were just like, we'll throw all the weirdos a bone. What? Uh, where is this being shown? I think it was Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, I believe it was Hulu. It was like in my list of suggested things. And I was like, of course, of course it was. It was. <laughs> but like, it's so good because it's like, okay, here's Osama bin Laden. Here's him like watching himself on um, on like Al Jazeera. And he like, there's a point where he looks at the camera and he's basically like, I did not say that. Um, he's Russian for some reason. Um, but, <laughs> but Putin's always involved. It's just like, I think there's probably people out there, like the kind of people who clutch their pearls over everything, who are going to be like, it humanized him too much. But he's like, <laughs> they're like talking about the things that they found on his hard drive. And one of them, they were like, even the animated movie Ice Age. And I just like lost my <laughs> shit for several hours thinking of like, Osama bin Laden forcing his wives to watch Ice Age. And then it's like the point where like, the squirrel, like, the little squirrel, the, he uh, gets the nut. All he in wants the, is the nut. In the ice, and it just like cracks. <laughs> and like it's Pangea breaking up, and like Osama bin Laden just like laughing at that and like forcing his wives to laugh at it too. And then I was like, oh my God. Then there's this weird like Osama bin Laden, Ray Romano crossover because he was the woolly man. So Ray Romano did 9-11 Oh my god Oh my god Maybe that's what it was He wanted to do like the squirrel and the acorn Oh my god (laughs) Is it too early to start questions? I don't know if you can hear this But this is the coming insurrection Happening outside of my window right now It's like Perfect. Erica like might have to get her go bag. Uh, so. Helicopters. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait. So why is there so much chaos happening uh, in Philly right there's now? There's a protest. Oh, I heard they were announcing Brianna Taylor's. Like, it has to do with that. Murderers. Yeah. They. Uh, uh, I, I heard that they didn't get the the ruling that they yeah. wanted, which is a big surprise yeah, the, because yeah. cops can just do anything with immunity, yeah. and they apparently they only got like one guy got in trouble because like. 
the bullets went into other the, apartments. He put other people in danger. So fucked up. Like, my God. So fucking dumb. I think that, like, sums um, up our country right now. But, yeah. Uh, let's do some questions, because I actually got some this week. Nice. Yeah. Do you, does that mean you want to go first? Sure. Um, I, I got one that was a reaction to the picture I, I posted. That's the move so. these days, apparently. Um, apparently. Okay. So... Um, what triggered you guys most on social media this week? Well, I feel like RBG was the obvious answer. <laughs> RBG so, for like, sure. uh, I think I'm going to say, um, there was a lot of weird Assange takes. None of them were like particularly remarkable, but just seeing both sides of the aisle, like not caring about I this. I don't think I saw it, any like, Assange kind of, discourse. Yeah. It's, uh. It's interesting. I'll I'll fill you in offline because it's not like funny. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of, uh, I mean, there was some good internet discourse that uh, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um, Demi Adigewebe did his annual September twenty first Earth Wind and Fire video. Yeah, <laughs> that's worth looking at. It was pretty good. That was a nice bright like ray of sunshine. Um. Yeah, I'm like going through my... Oh, what triggered me was fucking Jerry Saltz back in the news oh, again. Oh, my God. What did he do now? More uh, coffee? So he posted... So Jerry Saltz, for people who don't know, he's the New York Mag um, art critic. Mm-hmm. And he's also the one that we talked about with the insane person coffee habit where they just buy a dozen gas station coffees. Yeah. And then like store them in like big gulp containers truly psychotic so bizarre Um, like okay boomer so he truly um he posted something outside of the new museum where he's standing outside with this like shrug emoji kind of look aka a human shrug (laughs) (laughs) he's just regular shrugging oh my god they made the Um, shrug emoji a real thing and he said museums are strict about enforcing their covid rules i visited the new museum today and they would not let me in because i had not pre-booked my bad there wasn't a soul in the lobby wanted to say do you know who i am but thought it sounded dickish and someone uh and the person he actually spoke to commented on it was just like i already knew who he was and he took his mask off to speak to me (laughs) it's almost as if some people think don't rules don't apply to them (laughs) And everyone just fucking roasted oh, Jerry yeah. Saltz uh, all over again because he is just like a bad internet person. Yeah, he's terrible. Oh, and also like from there, I was like, oh my God, he's got to have like the worst Twitter imaginable. And he truly does. Worse than Dershowitz? It, uh, well, Dershowitz is hilarious because he's just constantly <laughs> saying that he didn't have any sex with underage <laughs> girls so, so much. But Jerry Saltz, like his entire page is just, like retweets of the Lincoln Project. Oh God! And oh, what was this other one? I, I had sent it to you, but it's I literally. I love it when I a, see my liberal friends retweeting the Lincoln Project. It's like you oh know they're God. not like, like on your side, right? Yeah, like you're you're a mark. It's a work. It's literally a yeah. work. We haven't had a, a we haven't talked about a, a good <clears throat> work in a while. Yeah. But there's what the fuck was it? It was the, it was the it was, oh my God! There's so many Lincoln Project retweets on here. It's insane. Um. 
it was something similar, but it was a, an entire page dedicated to just hashtag like let's get this trending bullshit. Oh, here it is. MidasTouch.com. Producing the most hard-hitting, impactful political views and content because truth is golden. And then there's just like a donate link. No, that's just the and place it's you get your oil changed. It's just retweet if you're ready to get honor and decency back in the White House. Hashtag Arizona knows honor. It's just, it's like hashtag activism. Uh, what are their hashtags on here? A lot of Arizona knows honor. I'm a fighter in the hashtag resistance and the RBG res- revolution. I will not stand down. I will not be meek. I will not falter. I'm an American. I claim my birthright. I say bring it on. The time for caution is gone. Pass it on if you're with oh me. Oh my god. It's just a bunch of people I that hate are be- the that'll pass be like, it on bullshit. Like, the revolution. Can you uh can you sign my petition, please? Oh oh you don't want to? That's fine. That's fine. Can you share it? Well that even like fucking Pelosi was like <laughs> Trump's a Cheeto, pass it on. <laughs> this is, you have the power to do something. Fucking do something. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Just fuck. You, you are the are person so... who, who is literally, we, you can do something. It's your job. You can take the red job. pill anytime you would like, friend. Oh my waiting God. for I'm... you. But yeah, it's, I'm trying to find other. Retweet if you're ready to say goodbye to all the liars occupying the White House. Bye, Kaylee. Hashtag. The next question. The idea of we're so helpless and useless that we have to like hashtag things and people will notice eventually. It's so fucking bleak. Um, Yeah, here's the moving on before I get (laughs) I ruined my own vacation. Uh But yeah, needless to say, we were both triggered by things yeah. on the internet and continue to be. Um, um, so the picture I posted was of uh, the Morrisville, Pennsylvania uh, witch, witch shop. <laughs> and uh, my friend said, what type of essential oils did you buy at that store? And I, unfortunately, I got to say none because parking was bad. Yeah, Morrisville parking is not That's great. the only reason. But uh, honestly... I, I got some Trader Joe's hand sanitizer, and it smells like shit. So then I just added a bunch of essential oil to it, and it smells better now. Mm. So I'm going to call that a win. Yeah. I haven't experienced any new powers or <laughs> healing properties, but, you know, small steps. I do want to actually go back because um, we have an update to a previous podcast and was another oh. triggering thing this week. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> As if we need uh, anymore. So remember, y'all, because this was like years away in COVID time, uh, was when, um, fuck. What happened? I forgot what I was saying. Oh my God. That was such a long wind up. <laughs> because I forgot like halfway through. <laughs> oh my God. What was, oh, things that triggered us. Uh, the... Uh, things that women would do if there were no men on the earth for 24 hours. So we have, oh we got more, God. we got more and they're so good. That was such a dark conversation. Uh, You're holding your phone so close to your face. Cause I'm like blind and the text is really tiny. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Uh, you can like tap it and make it bigger, you know, dance around at 3am fearing without fearing for my life. 
These are so fucking dark. Wear an actual bathing suit and go to the beach. What's like? What does she wear now? Leaves. <laughs> uh, a massive picnic with my girls at late and sleep. <laughs> Walk alone in the city and just breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take a moped and drive around in a big city during the night by myself. That's from someone with a blue check. Oh, no. Uh, go on walks at night. Be safe, I guess. Be confident on social media. I would blast music through both of my AirPods. AirPod privilege. Uh, wear a mini skirt and tube top and take a walk late at night everyone who just wants to walk around at night for no reason oh my god that's where the creeps are though (laughs) not when men aren't around apparently uh go on a walk alone at night or ride my bike alone idk wear whatever i want outside without being scared live how i want to live Ride bikes with my best friend at night without our guy friends having to be there for our safety on a Saturday night wearing whatever I want. See, I can't like speak on these things because I I don't want to discount or like disqualify anyone's feelings of their safety. And I don't want to... Pretend that I'm a monolith for all cis straight women, but this level of fear that they're expressing, I've never had that much. It's very. I feel like it's definitely a fear amplified via the internet. Yeah. Because I feel like they listen to too um, much true crime. That's what it is. That's. I mean, honestly, I've said that from the start that the whole like idea of true crime as some insane personality trait yeah uh it's bad bad. i don't know uh i mean we talked about that last week with the um what's your favorite like serial killer bullshit (sighs) don't don't have a favorite serial killer yeah (laughs) like don't have a favorite murder (laughs) bitches these days they have a favorite serial killer but they don't even eat cereal that's I hate okay. it. Okay. Uh, oh, it's my you turn. You tried to hit me with a pun, and I just it just shut me off. It's my turn for question. <laughs> yes. And it actually can be, because I have questions. Every time I do this, I have to, like, tab through my 12-part story from last night, my close friend story. Oh, why don't you? I just screenshot it. Um, and then I can, like, scroll through my screenshot. I got too many. Uh, least oh. favorite cult. Jonestown. It's least overrated. Favorite. Very overrated. <sighs> I, I mean, Jim, 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 Jim Jonestown is like interesting. I mean, Jones, in Jonestown way. is truly unsettling. Yeah. If you like, listen to the tapes, it's oh, yeah. truly unsettling. Um, the fact he like murdered a senator was pretty interesting. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, What was the one? That's actually not true either. The one Wild Wild Country was based on. OSHA. It was like boring on a content level. Yeah. But I also love the shenanigans they got up to of just like taking over and terrorizing an entire town. And I loved their aesthetic. That was pretty cool. They had a good aesthetic. Aesthetic was sick. The fact that they like put shit in the salad bar is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do like the the level of aggression or they just 
took over an entire town. Um, and then like everyone else was just like kind of racist about yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, uh, actually the Nexium cult kind of sucks ass. Yeah, we kind of talked about that earlier. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm going to go with that one because finding it like it's, it's in the top of my memory at the moment, but you know, it's like a self-improvement one, but it involves wearing like colored sashes. Yeah. Like, so in terms of like cult wear, very weak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then the sex cult one, like portion of it also like the dude's kind of like a turtleneck wireframe glasses, <laughs> kind of like loser dude. <laughs> And the whole like my type. They're calling people slaves and masters. It's just gauche. Literally my type. Uh yeah. And and, and that's the thing, it's like uh the whole deal, like once you reach that level of portion of the cult, like where the slave master dynamic, you have to literally like text your slave your master if you, for permission to do like anything. Yikes. And like check in and like I don't want to get that many text messages. No. No, no, no. I, I feel like I would just resent my phone. Yeah, it seems it seems bad. I want to I want a cult that like we can disconnect from because we don't need to talk to anybody outside of the yeah, cult. Yeah, exactly. You know? We'll have like our own social media platform. <laughs> we'll we'll create an app. Have a nice and, lifestagram. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nexon cult can suck my ass. <laughs> Are you sticking with Jonestown? Yeah, it's just overrated. You know. I feel like there hasn't been enough, like, miniseries or, like, limited series on Jonestown because it's, like, too upsetting. Yeah, and people are over it. Yeah, but I feel like there's so many other minutia-based, like, documentaries. And, yeah, I feel like Jonestown just doesn't have the the kind of shiny, glossy pizzazz that some other ones have. Mm-hmm. But like again, it's it's also just fucking. It's you can't shine it at all because it's so dark. It's really dark. I got another question. Is this a have a nice life vacation or solo? I wish Erica came along. Yeah. The option was open. Yeah. She's too busy moving locales before the feds get wise. <laughs> before the, the <laughs> Cheeto like, in the White House. Yeah, and I'm on the lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I gotta take a road trip down to Erica's place when she gets settled, but yeah, yeah just, uh, it feels good to be on a solo trip, to be solo honest. Solo trips like, are the best. I've been on vacations where, like, the people you go with just have other ideas in mind on what a relaxing vacation oh, yeah. is, so I'm just, like, on my own speed, uh, Erica cracked the whip and I had to come home to record this podcast tonight, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I, got, I ain't got shit to do, yep. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive all around, but yeah. We should do a have a nice life vacation we, at some we point. We will. We will. You know what? Um, this vacation, I'm I'm having a nice life. Yeah. I'm finally, after months and years, I'm I'm having a nice life. All the things that were stressing me out like early August have more or less resolved themselves. Pendulum swinging back. I no. Feel it. Hopefully, it stays in the middle, please. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's let it hang out in the middle for a little yep. bit. Let's let's move the Overton window uh, into it, just like hang, like swinging and like good and better. Yeah, but no, never bad. <laughs> let's um, hope. Ever made the wrong decision at a personal crossroads? I am gonna say 
there's no wrong decisions. There's just what you decide to do. Uh, I think that's so fair. You, yeah, I think it's a pretty yeah, you, good way to dodge the question. I mean, you can't, you like, you can't see everything as right or wrong because there's literally thousands of different outcomes. Like, what you do is what you choose to do. It's what's right to you in the moment. And if it wasn't the right decision, then it becomes the right decision eventually because you get better. So. Yeah. No, I think. Uh... I'll share that sentiment. I think that's right. It's uh, here, here. You can definitely make informed decisions and things like that, but you can't go back and change those things in most cases. So you just got to kind of make the best decision that you feel can be made and then just lean into it. Yeah. Uh, here's a good one. I like this one. Now that it's officially fall, what are your fall fa- what are your fall fashions this year? Um long dresses, sweaters, and ankle boots. It's my fashion every fall. It's more or less. <laughs> I was gonna say any any particular prints in style this year? Um, I'm wearing a lot of vintage dresses actually. Or like um yeah, I'm trying to trying to do a lot of secondhand. I've bought some dresses. Most of them are either plain or like a light floral pattern. Um, by light, I mean like subtle. Um, but yeah, then yeah, that's my fashion advice. It's not great, <laughs> but that's my like. I don't know. It's just a wonder People that look I don't to you wear for these kind of insights. They do. It's just a wonder that I don't wear the same pair of leggings every day. So ask mm. me in like a few weeks from now when I'm fully out of my depression. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I love this time of year because I can wear like jackets and that is like 33% of my personality. It's like, I mean, during the summer, you know, I'm wearing like khaki shorts and Oxford shirts every day um and then you know when fall comes around you get to put like a fun jacket on and that can you know uh really let your personality shine your your bootleg Uh, band uh patch that ended up being more expensive than the actual one yeah i get to wear my um my armani denim uh jacket with with the bootleg uh, self-defense family patch on the back. Then. Steal his look. Yeah, the jacket cost $10. The patch cost like 25 and that cost me like $15 to sew it on. <laughs> uh, but, you know, custom's custom, baby. Costs money. Yep. Um, no one else has except it. Except for me. Uh, except I for you? I made the tribute to it. <laughs> I suppose. It's just my um, favorite band. Then, yeah, oh, no. Like, I mean, I get to wear my chore coat. That I ordered, uh, you know, right in time for it to be too warm to wear mm. it for the most part. Excited to wear that. With t-shirts, no less. I got some fun colored t-shirts to wear. I, it's rare that I leave the house without a collar shirt on. Fun, I guess the chore coat counts colored. as like a collar. It's like mustard. And mustard that came out more of like a, a burnt umber <laughs> brown. <laughs> but, you know. Um, oh, actually, yeah. Maybe I'll get to wear my... Dior trench coat that I literally bought and wore once at the one night I went out of my house right before yeah, COVID. Yeah, I remember that. I, you know what? I so. bought a scotch and soda coat a little while ago that I, pr- 
probably should have gotten tailored last week, but I didn't. And I feel like there's probably no tailors where I'm going. So <laughs> where we're going, we don't She's need tailors. Be perpetually big on me. <laughs> I feel like a big coat is like vaguely excusable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, let's buy some nice coats. A nice coat feels good. I still got my Orvis barn coat. That's super fucking nice. Uh, that's why I want to get a little cooler, but yeah, I mean, just fucking cuff your jeans, show off those ankles, you know, do you. People can't see my ankles because <laughs> I'm always wearing boots. Yeah, just find, just find some jackets that you like enjoy wearing. I think that's a big yeah. thing. Uh, and, and again, uh, I think in both our styles, it's just like simple and classic is just going to be the easiest way to yeah. go. And then like, you know, you can kind of show off with more timely or trendy pieces via accessories yeah you know yeah but it's easier to invest in good classic staples and then you're kind of never out of style yeah i've just been like embracing a lot of classic stuff like i don't really do trendy things anymore i just keep it very classic and classy yeah um cool that exhausts my questions um you have more Do you have a nemesis? Nice. I'm going to say I don't at the moment, but like the second any of my exes start dating someone new, that's going to be my nemesis. And actually none of them have. So I don't know what that says about me. I love the idea me. of just like you being like happily in a, in a relationship yet still being mad at anyone else who's like in, <laughs> in a relationship again. Yeah. I mean, that's just who I am. <laughs> I can't. It's, and It's just a weird... Yeah. Like double-sided sword mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't make too much sense. Because yep. I could have, <laughs> uh, I could have treated him better. Such a, such a, like a toxic <laughs> thing to say that like you'll never be truly happy because you're like holding on to that baggage. If, if I don't want to have him, no one will. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite uh, yeah the only the only one of my nemesis the only one of my nemesis is also one of your exes so we have that in common <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> listeners never... which one? <laughs> oh boy uh, uh i feel like <laughs> he required a plane ride to fight with i feel like this is actually the second podcast that's been recorded this week that's talked about that guy in an in a me context yeah you you will never <laughs> stop talking about it um <laughs> i was actually emailing with him this week because i'm a dumb bitch why also do you want to know why it was email because you blocked him on everything else because we mutually blocked each other and everything else. Yeah. God, I don't even want to hear about it. It's just going to make me... I'm on vacation, Erica, please. I beg of you, don't make me think about it. If I can't be happy on vacation, you can't be happy on vacation either. What's your favorite TV series of all time? Oh, my God. You go first. Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld's definitely up there. Um, oh, fuck. I feel like I have a good answer for this. I just have to, like, think about it. Seinfeld on sheer, like, content aside, it's brilliant, but I'm not going to pit it against other content that I might enjoy more, but rewatchability is 
unparalleled. Rewatchability is really good. Um, fuck, I feel like I would have a good answer for this. I mean, Seinfeld's definitely up there. Uh, but there's also like different series that I will watch and rewatch regularly, but they're not necessarily my favorite. Yeah. You know, like I'll put on stuff that's just simple and like easy to have on in the background. Cause it's nice to like watch something like while you're getting ready in the morning or watch something like while you're going to bed at night that like, if you fall asleep, you're not missing anything, you know? Fuck. I feel like I. Let's just say Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely up there uh i've been re-watching the simpsons lately and you know obviously the the beginning of that series is just fucking unbeatable um if i think of something else i'll blurt it out (laughs) i'm all stressed now uh what's the funniest topic that could come up in the biden trump debate next week oh my god mental acuity i I was thinking what if because they both claim that they're not mentally ill and they both clearly are what if uh what if biden called out trump he was like oh partner because he talks like that (laughs) yeah whoa buddy (laughs) come on man man. (laughs) why'd you uh why'd you get off when herman cain died yeah like if he just like brings um, up that tweet i i would both just like to see them try to draw the face of a clock <laughs> and then i'll be happy oh my god they're gonna look like <laughs> bob and larry from veggie tales together do you know who i'm talking about um i know the reference i don't know what that would be like oh my god it was this like christian kids it's, I know, it's a cucumber and a with tomato of anthropomorphic right? vegetables who love jesus yes um yeah completely normal uh, but they're gonna look like that—the tomato and the cucumber. I like to say more like the, the Cheeto and the Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a good question. That's actually so. I, uh, I, I want to know what goes through the brains of like a diehard Trump supporter. Like, there's no way that these people actually think he's like the the peak form of masculinity that like people depict him to be like you see those people who have like the trump as rambo like that's my favorite caricature genre of boomer imagery where he has like the trump flag in one hand and he's like one handing a 50 caliber machine gun <laughs> and it's like this is like a fragile old like sassy new yorker <laughs> like he's not like a tough new yorker he's like an old new york queen i feel like the, like an upper yeah. east sider with who's like who's like putzing down fifth avenue with like a like a mink stole on <laughs> and like, like he's not any kind of peak form of like masculinity in the in the traditional sense and like holding him up to be a fucking rambo character with like a ripped eight pack <laughs> So, like, these are people, like, people who are, like, hunters and, like, what would go in, you know, the traditional forms of, like, masculinity of, of you know, being able to, like, lift a beer keg above your head or some shit. Like, Do you know what I just realized? Them thinking he's, like, some end-all, be-all, like, portrait of 
I don't know. Anything is so silly to me. So like three and three quarters. He's a man who wears he's a man who wears makeup yeah. and gets tan. He's a he's a Guido. <laughs> yeah. he, he dodged the draft. He's not out there one arming a machine gun. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um Go on. I don't remember. What was And people holding up Biden to be just as cool is also yeah, no, it's, uh, this foolish. This is some, some bipartisan fuckery. Uh I mm. really don't remember what I was gonna say. What were you saying? I mean I was just going on about Trump. Trump's cum gutters. <laughs> I don't know. It was something about Trump. <laughs> oh, uh his peak masculinity and his inability to draw a clock. <laughs> All that, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have more questions. All right. Wow. This is truly a uh, turning of the aw, tables. Th- I feel like this one might be more for me. Uh, how was your okay. birthday? It was good. It was low-key. It was just what I wanted. I ate some amazing food, uh, which brings me to my next question. What your favorite food? Damn, we did like favorite foods last yeah, week. Yeah, just listen to last <laughs> week. That's our answer. We had a lot of favorite favorites. We can do a, a quick. Let's do a quick one one word answer. Ramen, salmon, sashimi. It's two words. Boom. Sorry. Um, it's one item. This one are women better at multitasking than men? I feel like Dan is discovering that that's not true. <laughs> I'm the I'm the king multitasker. I'll uh, I'll edit photos while watching television. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, so there you go. Uh, both the exceptions that prove the rules, apparently. Uh, why are men trash? I think you're just dealing with trash yeah. men. I think that's, I, it, I'm very good friends I, with again, this person I, and I'm going to say, honey, it's not them. It's, it's our taste, unfortunately. <laughs> See, that's something that's again, also hard for me to like, kind of bring up and address, uh, because I'm a I'm a white man. Um, Why are you trash? You know, I mean, I I definitely have trash. Uh, I can be flaky. You know, eat a lot of hot dogs. I, I do eat a lot of hot dogs. That is a character flaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very toxic uh, no, it's, trait. It's, it's, but like, I feel honest. like the the discourse online is like an echo chamber of like men hate in a way that is beyond the purview of like real reasons to hate men. Especially cuz it's like the same people who are like incels are disgusting, you know. Yeah, but it's it's just like men are trash because he I don't know, took me to uh, a bad restaurant. <laughs> like I don't know. It's like it's something that's so not uh you know. Okay, well here's okay. So men are trash because they they didn't meet your expectations, but you'll also then stand a serial killer. Yeah. Who's like a famous murderer of women. Yeah. So like murdering women, totally fine, totally hot. Um, <laughs> not buying your drink, canceled. <laughs> uh, very strange. This segues very nicely into the next one. So what Perfect. would it take you to kick a dude in the nuts? This is coming from a, a man who asked me. Well, first of all, he made it sound like he was like a nut kicking uh, like broker. So he was like, uh-huh. hey, do you want to do you want to hit a guy in the nuts? I know some guys. 
Uh, or no. You know what they call about, you know, uh, nut kicking brokers are called ball busters, right? <laughs> you're a rude fuck, but you're right. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he, he, he didn't want to do it for free though. Like, or he wanted to do it for free. He didn't want to pay. Which is like... So he wanted someone to kick him in the balls for free. Yeah, and it's like, well... Though that everyone knows that that's a, like a paid service. Oh, he's like, yeah, well, I know some girls who do it for free. And I'm like, well, she ain't here. You're not going to get this kind of clout to kick you in the nuts for free. Sorry, sir. Yeah, I... Um, so, fun fact, there's actually someone that I later found out to be notorious and well-known. I had a picture of when I was in Vegas a while back. There's like a hard flash photo I took of a sign written on like cardboard with like heavy dark sharpie and like a 40 on the floor and it just said kick my nuts $20 and apparently there is a man in Vegas who's like vaguely well known who you can pay him $20 to kick him in the nuts. I would kick any dude in the nuts for free unless I knew that that was his thing and he was going to get off in which case I would charge him. Well, you him. had to pay him $20. It was like a grift. Oh. But it also like came off as sad. It's like it's like a, like if a homeless man was like, if you give me twenty dollars, I'll let you punch me in the face. Like it's just like it's like abuse. It's an ethical gray area. It's very yeah. Because I mean, it's would you let someone punch you for a loaf of bread? <laughs> That's the real ethical question that we need to be asking. That's the true paradigm. See, I feel like. As someone who wears glasses, a blow to the face, like, costs more than, like, a shiner. It's a blow to the you know? life, yeah. If I was wearing contacts. Like, I gotta, I, like, I gotta figure out how to drive home now. I mean, uh, I've, gotten a, <laughs> I've gotten punched in the face at least three times in the last year. But they were all, like, in, uh, you know. I will tell you, I was not expecting class, the first right? one. Yeah. And the rest were all in abusive relationships. It's so dark. We're in the dark last portion of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, New York, overrated or underrated as a lifelong Philadelphia resident, aside from some time in New York and elsewhere. Uh, I'm going to say it is 100% overrated, too expensive, too crowded, smells like shit, New York City. See, what's really funny, listening to the first episode of our podcast earlier today, you're like, oh, I'm in this wonderful city, and I just love walking around. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> um, see, I would say New York is... It's like a mix. Like, a lot of it is overrated, but there are some, like, cool, underrated things. That's true. You know what I there mean? There are some good some goodies so like there's plenty of like tourist bullshit that is just fucking nonsense but i'll say that uh, like that's super overrated the tourist things are cool it's like actually living there that genuinely sucks like nowhere yeah, else I in mean, the world would you be like oh i guess i'm gonna go like crush myself onto this train with a thousand other sweaty smelly people and just like yeah. sit on it for 40 what, minutes what's straight. so funny now is like I'm a little vaguely nostalgic for that now. You know what I mean? I like thought the I would idea miss of just it, getting but on, I really don't. I hate driving. Like getting on a train right. in general without having to like put a mask on or go anywhere without putting like that kind of shit is like 
Yeah, I don't know. But also, yeah, it was fucking rough recording this podcast yeah. in Brooklyn. Well, yeah. <laughs> doing a 90-minute commute each way on like a Thursday night at 11 p.m. Yeah. And then the podcast getting lost and then having to do it all again Sunday in a Well, rush. we could have just done it on Hangouts the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, necessity breeds innovation. Yeah. Any at-home exercise routines? I just bought a thigh master. I'm descending into madness. Um, I was doing some like thigh master is a bold purchase. Yeah. That's a that's like a known like quackery device. <laughs> 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 yeah, next you buy one of those like electrifying like orb massagers. <laughs> Thing where you like stand or- on it and it like shakes your like hips. No, no, my friend has one of those. <laughs> My friend I went to the gun store with, we made him buy it at a flea market. Does it work? But it's literally, I have a what picture it of it. I gotta, I gotta to send do? you. It's supposed to like shake your like blubber into like firmness, but it's literally, he has the machine that you stand on and it has a rotating motor that like shakes a leather band. <laughs> he bought it and it's sitting in his dining room. Why in his dining room? Because he's got shit all over the house. That gives me. <laughs> he's like a hoarder, pretty no, I much. I hate that so much. Then you shouldn't. Uh, be I walked into his house him. yesterday, and I was like, "This reminds me of like an abandoned house I'd sneak into in high school." <laughs> the one with all the blood. I was like, "Bitch, you live like this." <laughs> Damn, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was doing circuit training for a while, but I my Krav gym just started offering. Uh, for the longest time, they wanted us to do online classes for like the $400 a month that we were spending. Jesus. And I was like, sorry, because I don't even get to punch anything. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, it uh, they just like started offering another one for $19 a month. And I was like, yes, I could do that. Yeah, I have, an, I have no workout routine. Um, I wake up and sometimes if it's not too hot out, I'll walk to the coffee shop and then like loop my neighborhood and uh come home and eat mac and cheese yeah <laughs> we are not the same i mean i'm a little high i'm a very high right now so i would love some mac and cheese i'd probably oh the second we hang up i got i got some like amazing onion rings that i brought home from the restaurant i'm gonna like chug this beer and chow down on some greasy ass onion rings like onion and i can't rings. fucking wait i M, and this is probably the weed speaking. I want Little Caesars. Ooh. I'm hot and ready for Ooh. it. They, the Little Caesars in my neighborhood actually like went out of business somehow. I mean, $5 pizza. I feel like the profits are, or the margins are razor thin. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if I could order Domino's to the hotel room. Of course you can. Be pretty sick. Um, <laughs> do you have another question? Yeah. Are you liking <laughs> the podcast game? Genuinely curious. I am. I like Wait, it. There's no real podcast game. It's is this a game to you? Do it or you don't. <laughs> this is real life, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured just DMX in my head. You think this is a game? <laughs> you think this is a fucking game? And just start barking oh into the God. microphone. Uh, no, I mean, having a podcast is entirely a choice. Yeah. Um, I look forward to just like 
speaking my thoughts into the ether. Yeah, the minute <laughs> we know? stop liking it is the minute we're going to stop doing it. Unless yeah. we're making I mean, a lot of money. Vac- I'm, I'm doing it on vacation right now. It's like a little vacation <laughs> like, from your vacation. A little bit. It's, it's just <laughs> a different vibe. I mean, I'm, I'm just happy the internet has held up as long I'm as it has. Shocked. Because I was getting like 1.7 megabits per it's second. It's literally <laughs> like when Jesus took the like five loaves of bread and the fish and he turned it into like enough to feed that big crowd. That's what the internet is doing right now. This is our Hanukkah. We had a little bit of uh, <laughs> bandwidth and we're stretching it across <laughs> eight days. <Mazel's> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, podcasting, it's its a fun way for us to communicate. And we, we like tell each other things on the podcast that we don't like. I mean, we text all the time anyway, yeah. but it's still like we're still discovering new things. Yeah. It's really good to put our um, problematic thoughts and plans <laughs> onto a recorded format. <laughs> sent out into the world yeah we really uh, under love... the guise of this being a po- a comedy podcast yeah. <laughs> exactly um, um but yeah but that's yeah, it that's I mean, all that's... i had that's it and that's all damn um i feel like i had one more thing i wanted to get to uh but it's, it's back into the realm of of poop so nope. Nope, nope, nope. what's your what's your thoughts on uh toilet paper quality levels are you are you a Scott gal or have, a Charmin? I don't have chick? a coddled anus like you, so I. I don't have a coddled anus. I was I'm on the Scott <laughs> side, baby. I don't even think about it. I just I'm a single ply I boy. Buy whatever is there because I live in like such an old house. I have that's to, problematic. Like, just just not having a preference is very. <laughs> I know that I have to buy the cheap shit or else it like fucks up the plumbing because the house is so old. But yeah. Uh, I don't. I literally don't care. Like I don't so care. The, the reason I'll, I bring I'll give this up leaf. is be- like I'll use a leaf if you give it to me. <laughs> uh, the reason I bring it up is because I've always bought like Charmin single ply, and I like to be able to like fold it into the amount of plies I want you like it to, to be. Able to feel the poop. <laughs> I want. I like, to, <laughs> I like to know when I'm done. You know. <laughs> but. The uh, but my parents buy that. Oh my god! I just got a message from Uber Eats that said, "Did somebody say dinner?" Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nine thirty at night. I ate dinner uh, four hours, five are... hours ago. I ate dinner. I actually haven't eaten dinner yet, and I I oh can't eat dinner because it's after fast. So, <laughs> guess I'm fucked. Um, but yeah, my parents buy like the crazy like triple ply Charmin. To wear like one piece is just, it's so thick. And then you like actually use it and then it's it's still like somehow just like all like tears. And it always feels like very slick. Like I want want there to be a little bit of like a, I want to, uh, fuck, what's the word I'm thinking of? You need some abrasiveness to like scrape. Yeah. (laughs) Scrape it away. But yeah, uh. I don't understand people who like need, like, the Charmin exfoliate. stuff. My parents I need buy. to exfoliate. Exfoli- <laughs> <laughs> no, like the shit that like it feels like I'm I'm like wiping my butt with like a with like a, a face cloth. <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> it's like, like shit. So I thick. am. It's like a it's like a bounty paper towel. <laughs> like I don't want that. <sighs> but yeah, I like Scott. I like to I like to fold fold my own. You gotta wrap it up. 
I got I got vacation to resume to. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any other people's content this week? Uh, I'm just gonna. Or do you have any other things to say before we go to that? No, I have a lot, but it's gonna take like a lot of time. Uh, so we can. You gotta pull the I gotta, record. I gotta and resume. Yeah. Um, move on. My other people's content. I'm just gonna say, the Osama bin Laden's hard drive. Like you have to watch it. <laughs> I I might actually watch that when we log yeah, off. Should. That that'll be the minute the internet stops working. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, and that's just me and my thoughts. Yeah. Actually, no, I might go read on the balcony. Pretend to look at a book. I'll pretend to look at a book for anyone watching. Um, or maybe I'll walk across the street to the beach. Ooh. We do we do we do have a half moon right now. I could perform some spells. Please don't hex it. <laughs> I'll, I'll hex the I moon don't. and make everyone mad. Um, so mine this week uh, is there's a really great documentary, uh, and I actually urge you. It's it's the only movie I've ever actually like spent money to rent on Amazon before. Um, but it's a documentary called Feels Good Man, and it's based around Matt Fury and his character of Pepe the Frog. And it's a whole story of kind of how it was appropriated from the internet and then later appropriated by the alt-right and the white supremacist movement and kind of his battle to fight for kind of like ownership of it back. Mm. And, you know, he he actually like sued Infowars for it because uh, <laughs> they like used it on a poster. And Matt Fury is just like an infinitely likable person. Like he he's such a good... Like, one of the things that really stuck out to me about, like, why he didn't take action originally when there were so many people, like, kind of re recreating and reappropriating Pepe was he was just like, I don't think it's right as an artist to, like, sue other artists, mm. you know? And it was just, like, a really cool, interesting take on, on that kind of thing. And uh, it's just a fantastically well-done documentary. It's it's really... it it has some really cool animations that were done. It has some really good interviews and it's just, it's just a really great documentary. So I actually urge people to like spend the five bucks and just rent it. Um, it's worth it. It's cool. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Nice. You got plugs. Uh, follow me on Instagram at emrakini and Twitter. It's not for the faint of heart. I've been a little bit of a loose cannon on there lately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's just like the only thing I can do these days is as soon as work is over is just get high and vent on the internet, get high and like get be publicly horny for Ted Cruz. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate it so aside much. from that, I have a blog, larkinlace.com. So go check it out. Cool. Uh, you can follow me at Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm slightly less problematic <laughs> online, but uh, I, I skew towards weird Twitter, I suppose. Yeah. Um, you can go to my website, danbassini.com. I got a plethora of books available for you to purchase. <laughs> no invite, volume one through seven. Uh, you can go purchase that. I'll throw in some fun stuff, stickers, um, maybe a print. Who knows? Uh, and also, if you live in L.A., 
Uh, my book is also, I believe, volume six and seven are available at Freestyle Photo. Oh, yeah. Uh, in L.A. So you can go purchase it in person like the old days. In L.A. In L.A. <laughs> with the, the pedophile Hollywood elite. <laughs> so if you're a pedophile Hollywood elite, you can purchase my book in person. That's like 99% uh, like, like of the, the people days. who listen to this podcast. It's true. Um, so we, we hear you, girl. You can, fo- <laughs> you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod on Twitter and Instagram, where Eric uh, is also a loose cannon. Uh, <laughs> we've been posting some good stuff on there. And uh, yeah, tell tell your friends. Indoctrinate them, if you will. <laughs> Spread the gospel. Get them in your downline. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, get them in the downline before someone someone pulls you in, and uh, <laughs> because we're a seniority based cult, so yeah. we know. Uh, yeah, so indoctrinate a friend, and uh, if you use, I don't know if Spotify has this feature, but if you use Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. If you rate and review and send us a message, we'll send you some stickers. And uh, I think that about wraps it up this week. I think I'm about to go back to being on vacation. I'm going to eat some shitty think? pizza. You're going to eat some shitty... Are you really actually going to eat oh, some yeah. shitty pizza? Oh, yeah. Got the cotton mouth right All now. Right. I and I'm going to go back to uh, being on vacation. So everybody else, have a nice life. Bye. It's been a long day without you, my friend And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again We've come a long way from where we began Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again When I see you again Damn all the planes we flew, good things we've been through Then I'll be standing right here talking to you About another path I know we love to hit the road and laugh But something told me that it wouldn't last Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture Those were the days, hard work forever pays Now I see you in a better place we not talk about family when family's all that we got Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side And now you gon' be with me for the last ride